Good evening, everybody. It good is evening, a, good evening, guys. Here's another episode of 180 Degrees. It's just me here, Zoe, with my wonderful co-host. I'm at Ayn Yes, unfortunately, Inga is not in studio at the moment. She's at home with the little baby. Mm, I'm jealous. Just vibing out there with the baby. Same. However, um, we are missing her and we will be praying for her. And if you guys want to pray for her, if you were thinking of sending us a WhatsApp, you've probably noticed WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram are down. Rip. For what reason? We don't know. We don't know what Zuck did, but it's down. So if you would like to still communicate with us and you want to do that, you can send us an SMS at 37988. For the time being, this is the only way you can contact us. But don't worry, you guys. Next week, hopefully, things will be back to normal. Mm. So, Rain, how was your weekend? It was actually really hectic. I moved, not myself physically. I'm couch surfing for a while, <laughs> but I had to pack up my whole flat and it, it, yeah, all my things drove away. So a bit stressful. How was your weekend? My weekend was actually very chilled. My body kind of turned on me for being so productive during the week and forced mm. me to mm. take a break. Mm. I woke up on Sunday, I mean, Saturday with a, such a headache. I literally could not continue studying. I just had to sleep. You know what? Your body was like, rest. Mm-hmm. And you rested. And that's what you need. Yes. But then when the weekend ended, things went back to being very, very hectic. If you guys also had like hectic weekends as well, you can send us an SMS at 37988. But please remember, it's a one round cost mm-hmm. since your free SMSs do not apply. Yes. Next week, hopefully we can go back to WhatsApp. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town! When we are in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show, it is 7 past 7, and we are here on 180 degrees, 7 to 9 a.m. So this week's What's What's Down in Cape Town is the Career Project, which is part of the APSA Visual Kairkomers. This forms part of the Klein Karua National Kinsifius, or the Klein Karua National Arts Festival, and it's part of the online portion. It is also completely free. Yes, wow. you guys heard me. It is free. Go check it out. It's live so cool. currently as well. This was recorded in the Karua after the first lockdown, so it features the beautiful landscape of the desert as well. The recording was done by Rootspring Music, and I quote from their side. This unique experience, created in nature by musicians eager to play music again, captures these soundscapes in the most raw and stripped-down form. Pippa... And the Oscar-winning director of My Octopus Teacher was a consultant on the project. The, os- the artists are Zolani Mahola, Jetsfinger, and Native Young, which consists of Yannick Meyer and Mohal. Zolani is the one who sings. Her song, Teta Mama, is a reminder to humanity to reinvigorate and respect and the respect and humility that we once embodied towards nature, to Mother Earth a calling to reconnect to the many forms of the world around us and using our time in nature as a gift of silence, giving way to the capacity to listen once more. So her song is currently live. Jetsfinger's song is going live at the actually at the beginning of October, so that one's live as well. And then um, Native Young's song is going live at the beginning of November. So you guys can check that out at the Koko Inko website, which is www.kokoinko.co.za. Yeah, go support our local artists, guys. Go like and share. And that sounds like a really fun thing to do. And it's online, so you don't have to worry about Corona. Mm -hmm. Free, so you don't have to worry about breaking the bank. I might actually go do this. Wait, 
when I have a break from studying. <laughs> but like, it sounds like something I would really but love to do. But it's music as well, so it's not going to take like yeah. hours and hours of your time. And it can also be like in the background. Like I've studied with music. If a lot of people find it, it really helps them to study with music. So yeah, I can totally still do this while I'm studying. And I can attest, the Karua is a fantastic landscape. Mm-hmm. Like, just for the visuals alone, I'm going to check this out. Yeah. Zoe on 180 degrees. Let's just head on into the interview section of the show. We have Jacqueline from Mut again, and she's brought in a special guest. Good evening, Jacqueline and Caleb. How are you guys? Evening. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing so well, you guys. Fantastic. That That's great. <laughs> um, How are you guys doing this evening? I'm good. I just have a bit of a headache, but oh, I'm okay. <laughs> it's a struggle Monday, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Slow Monday. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm well. I have no complaints. Um, I'm tired. I, I was tired, or at least I was feeling tired, but feeling a lot better now. Hmm. Yeah. All the energy in the studio is going to Caleb, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're tired, guys, it's it, it's all on me. Huh? <laughs> um, okay, Caleb. Um, me and Caleb actually met in 2019. Um, at the mood camp. Um, so yeah, Caleb, why don't you tell us more about yourself? All right, fantastic. Um, I hate to brag, but I also can't turn down an invitation too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, sure. Um, where do I start? So I'm born, uh, I was born in Congo. I am now 24 years old. I am an IT student studying, um, in my third year, my third and last year. Um, I hope to go into mechatronics. I want to develop better technologies for people with, uh, physical challenges. Such as myself, this includes um, um, better wheelchairs and, um, in future, even bionics. That's so, so yeah, cool. Um, I'm hoping to go study at MIT. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's it's a huge. Well, I mean, I did the research and I seem capable of doing it. Mm. Um, it's not just about grades, but it's also about um, the administrative office getting a feel of you as a person. Mm. Yeah. And so I'm I'm an all-rounder person. Well, at least I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, other than that, I'm working on a documentary um, that I'm shooting. So, I'm planning to break the world record for the most number of push-ups done in one hour. How, what's the record currently? Um, I'd have to recheck again. But last I checked, it was 300, no, sorry, 3,056. Oh, my god. I goodness. will be praying for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't that, think I've even done that many in my life. No, no, no sure not. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the official one, and then there's a non-official record lurking in the shadows that mm. is sitting at um three thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight. Yeah. So I'm planning to break that one at like four thousand push-ups. So I did I did the calculations, I did the math, um, I tested my theory, and it's quite possible. It just takes a lot of training. Well, we'll be praying for you while you do your training. That's <laughs> that's something great to to aim for. Thank you. Um, so I'd like to ask, what is Moot? Alright, so Moot is an organization that is focused on um, enabling and uplifting youth. So what we do at Moot is that um, we, 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 we make sure that our society becomes a safer um, environment. What this means to us is that um, Moot means courage and it's self and a life skills organization aimed at strengthening youth um, awareness and and courage through our three core values. Um, the courage to live, the courage to care, the courage to say no. Because a lot of people will get into, say, drugs or 
whatever because they don't have the guts mm. to say no. And I mean, we do live in a society that that pushes us to be yes men in some cases, to to conform to what our friends are doing, to conform to what's going on in school. So I think that's a very admirable and a very important skill to teach young kids. Absolutely, I agree. I um, we live in a in a in a follow the follower world, and I'm <laughs> I'm so definitely true. not that kind of person. Uh, I can be very rebellious, sometimes over rebellious, <laughs> but uh. I, I guess I'm, I'm 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 coming down, so it's it's something that comes with maturity, mm. as well. Yeah. So Caleb, I'd like to ask if you can tell us about your moot journey and how you were introduced to moot. All right. Um. Fantastic. So I was uh, I got into college at Fosbury College, uh, Fisher Campus, and I was like, okay, cool. I want to start doing something. I want to have an impact on my society. Um. And I was asking around, and then I came across um our our moot coach at our college uh our our i, I believe she's like the psychologist mm. so she's sorry student support that's what i'm looking for student support of our college and so she introduced me to moot she said hey you know what they have a camp coming up soon and i'd like to see you go and i went there and i met a lot of new friends um what it did for me is it gave me some of that money you can't buy Hmm. Uh, fulfillment, uh, a place of belonging. Um, it made me feel like I'm doing something important in this world. So that's what I love about Moots and, uh, that's why, that's why I'm a part of Moots. It's, it's, it has a deep meaning for me. Um, so Caleb, how has your participation in the Moot program and as a young motivator, um, impacted you as a person? Alright, so, um, it has helped me grow a lot. And see different perspectives. Um, definitely, that'll help you to be um, more selfless. And I think uh, that is, is is an important aspect in uh, maturity, to be able to be there for others. I believe um, being a man is not about being um, the most um, aggressive person, but rather maturing to a point where you're not just self-efficient, but others can lean on you as well. And you're able to lead and guide people to where they need or want to be yeah i really like your definition of what a man is because i feel like many people especially people in like african society or maybe just even western society as well believe that a man should be this aggressive person you know like if you're not basically intimidating someone you're not Mm. a real man there's a lot Mm. of toxicity around traditional views of masculinity. I, I absolutely agree, yes. Um, you know, I, I was also doing some research into this because you know, I, mean, I remember growing up and I was, I'm always like super kind and like, yeah. like I, I say yes, not out of fear or whatever, but because like I just don't mind, you yeah. know what I mean? And then um, I see other guys and they're like mean and stuff. And I'm like, but I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so glad that I learned that that's not actually what a man is. What a man is, is a kind person. But someone who also doesn't take um, nonsense. You know, you need to know when to put your foot down. Yeah. But you also need to know how to be calm and emotionally stable. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of these guys that are overly aggressive are actually really just insecure. So true. Deep down inside. I'd like to ask, what is your favorite mood memory? Wow. Huh. Uh, definitely the camp. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the camp. Yeah. Um, the food is great. <laughs> 
I love that this is the first thing you said about the camp. It is very <laughs> vital. Like, the food is important. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, the food. But, um, certainly, last but not least, meet, just meeting new people. Mm. You know, engaging, um, talking, getting different perspectives, teamwork. That, that fellowship is, is, is priceless, I think. Yeah, definitely that. I'd like to ask if you have any advice for any parents and youth teachers or principals who are trying to get into a program like Moot or into Moot specifically. Um, when it comes to to such a program, well, first thing you should do is you should contact um, the studio and see if, how you can get involved in Moot itself because I believe that Moot is the best um, youth development program um, that we have in Cape Town, well, at least that I've seen. Um, I think that um, that's the first thing that you should do. You also need to have a strong reason why you're doing what you're doing. Because mm. if you don't have a strong reason why, you're gonna get in. Things are gonna, things might not turn out to be what you thought they were, and you're gonna want to quit. So it always comes down to your reason why. Mm, get that um, motivation ready. Yeah, you need to have a, a pure heart, um, and not only your motives, just really wanting to do good. In society, uh, and I promise you won't regret it. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Yeah. Um. So, um, have you noticed? Have you witnessed? Sorry. Um. The impact of moot. Um. Like the impact that moot had on your classmates. All right. So, most of my classmates um are not actually involved in moot, but what I do know is from other schoolmates who are not necessarily in my class. Um, I've seen them grow in 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 leadership and problem solving. I've seen them grow in in confidence and of course um, they're more motivated. They think outside the box more and I think yes that's a that's a that's a very important um, aspect of growing up and maturing and Moot has definitely provided that. Yeah, those are especially very good characteristics that a leader should have. You know? Yeah, you've you've men- mentioned some really good values. So thank you. <laughs> can you tell us how the mood values apply to your life? All right, great. All right, great. So let's go to our core values: mm. um, courage to say no. Mm. Um, something I've struggled with, like during my teens, like oh, like oh my goodness, do I say no? <laughs> um, um, but now it's just like okay, you know what? Um, I say no and I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, sometimes you just gotta say no. Mm-hmm. And I mean, cause uh, I mean, I, I was used to be like, like being the yes man and always like saying yes and everything, but now nah, that's definitely, um, one thing that is, um, that, that is, that is far gone from me right now. Um, another, another value is the courage to care. Okay. So sometimes, well, I, I, I grew, I, I grew up quite, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I don't want to say like strong, but or emotionally numb, but I don't, I didn't really, I, I sort of had a hard time, um, how do I put this? I, I sort of had a hard time, um, bonding sometimes with people. So I feel empathy and stuff like that, but sometimes I'll be kind of like shy to act. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, like, oh, do I go there and help him? Or do I just sit here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what it is, but I'm no longer like that. You know, like if you need help, I'll, I'll just come through and just, just help you. I mean, I help people in many other ways, but sometimes if it's someone that I don't know, 
Yeah. Then it's like, ah, do I help this person? Do I just not? Do I just walk away? I, I, I second guess myself, but not anymore. Oh, that's phenomenal to have learned that because, I mean, I think that's something that a lot of our listeners still struggle with and it's definitely something I still struggle with. Especially in a time like COVID, it's it's yeah. difficult to put yourself out there and to care physically sometimes. And I'm glad that you've said that you've made this or rather you've matured and you've changed in this way because it really ties into the next question, which is as a young motivator and youth leader, how do you respond when you see one of your students being left out? Like I obviously imagine it's much more different now than it would have been maybe before you joined Moot. Well, before I joined Moot, I would just assume that the other person's okay. Mm. Yeah. But I actually would I'd rather go and try and find out if they are okay and try and see what are their interests and how we can tie that in together and um, become a a unit as opposed to an individual. Um, so I would go over to the person and try to, you know, get them in on whatever we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But if they say no, I also respect their courage. I mean, <laughs> yes, the, the courage to I... say no. Yeah, because sometimes people are just feeling some social anxiety and it feels nice being invited into a space. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people just need that little invitation, that step. But it's, it's nice that you still respect that. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Not right now. Yeah. I, 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 I get those too. Sometimes I just need to chill. Mm-hmm. I have some days where I just need to sit down and be quiet. If I ever work here, I'd probably have to do something about that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what experiences, both positive and negative, have you experienced that shaped you to become the person you are today? Um, okay, cool. That's sort of the negative, so we can end on the positive. Mm. Um, growing up, I grew up without both my parents. Um, I was a child. I lived in a childhood household in two occasions in my life. I think they were each a year long. Yeah, something like that. Um, I lived in the children's home as well, which was uh, emotionally taxing. <laughs> I mean, it was great to have a place to stay and everything, but at the same time, it was I was just so depressed mm-hmm. as a human being, you know. But the good thing is I've moved out and I've sort of cleared my head. Um, I am a much stronger person because of it now, and I now have a lot more empathy for other people. And understanding. So when I see someone going through something, I'm like, okay, take it slow, take it easy, you know. Um, it has helped me mature a lot, especially being in a childhood-headed household, because then you sort of take up a lot of responsibility that you otherwise wouldn't have. So that it was rough, but it was also fun, to be quite honest. Yeah, this is where I, I get some people. People are like what? Because <laughs> <laughs> be like. We, we had, we had, we had responsibilities, but I think we did well because, I mean, I'm, I'm 24 now and I still have no kids and I'm studying and I didn't do drugs ever in my life or alcohol. Not judging anyone, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, that, those are the two things. I'm um, sorry. We asked what are, what are the positive things that I've experienced as well, right? Yes. Um, so great. So, um, well, being physically challenged, it is never really a, an obstacle for me to make friends. Mm-hmm. Like people always came to me and always asked me about my disability, and they found out that hey, it's actually really, it's really, it's a really cool guy. And then they just stuck with me. And I would often meet people like this, and I'd go hang out, go see their friends, and I'd meet their families. And I've wow, the blessings they come. I mean, you only, you only, you only win 
through other people to be quite honest no one no man no man or woman is an island yeah you yeah so that that, that has been really great um another great thing that has happened for me is when i started my bodybuilding career i had uh, i have a sponsorship for um to study fitness um oh yes the college also helped me pay off my tuition by um getting funds from the rotary club this mm-hmm. was i think at the end of 2019 so that helped me a lot yeah, that helped me a lot. Uh, I won't put numbers on it, but it does mm. a lot. Student debt, hey? <laughs> yeah, you got to escape that. Would you encourage others to be part of the MUD program as well? Now, I think from what you've said, that's a definite yes. Absolutely. But what makes MUD unique? And can you tell us why, please? Um, it's our core values. Mm. Um, our core value is something that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Um, not to say that they can't be copied. But I think that we, all, we are also consistent in what we do, and we are a global organization, not just a local one. Um, what this means is that you can find Moots, I believe, in five different countries. Could you name the countries, Jackie? Um, it is it's in South Africa, South Africa Denmark, Denmark, Norway, yes, Latvia, and did I say Denmark? Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> um, what's the other one? Uh, and the mystery fifth one. <laughs> you guys can find that out if you go to their website. And <laughs> <laughs> like WhatsApp, uh, that it's cool. locked down. Thailand! It's in Thailand. 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 <laughs> uh, we were planning to expand to the US as well. Mm. Yeah. And I'm hoping to expand to the US as I plan to study at MIT. And we just happen to be wanting to expand to Massachusetts. Mm. So, yeah. Match made in heaven. <laughs> So, for the past, like, two months, Jacqueline has been bringing a guest in studio, and it's been amazing. We've learned so much from the different mot- um, motivators and youth leaders and coaches, and I believe you might be the last one we have for some time. So, All to right. end off this interview series, what would you, what motivational message would you like to leave with our listeners? Um, to be honest... um. Wow, so there's so there's quite a few, but I really have to pick the best one. Um, I I I think I think just just go for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like have the courage to live, which is one of our core values. Um, too many people go through life um underestimating themselves, underestimating the capabilities. You know, I feel that um I I I don't I don't think you need to be over overly um positive about everything all the time. But it's important to find the balance between being optimistic and being a pessimist. Yeah. So realist. Exactly. Mm. Most people are just like, oh, it's never gonna work out. This will never work. I'll never be. No. Just go and find out. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Facts. So have the courage to live and just go for your dreams. Go for your goals. Um, plan. Okay. Because if you don't plan, you automatically plan to fail. So just go for it. Yeah. That's very true. It's like something my mom said to me recently. Like, it's rather better for you to go out there, put yourself out there, and then if it doesn't work, have them tell you that rather than you tell yourself, rather than you <laughs> reject yourself on someone else's behalf. Because you never... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to hear it like that. <laughs> reject yourself on someone else's behalf. Yeah, her words exactly. She has a way with words. But yeah, I I agree with her. 
it's better to put yourself out there, mm. to take that chance rather than to just decide beforehand that it's not going to work out. Because how do you know? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I like to say, um, roll the dice and play with fire. Like theoretically, listeners, please don't go out there and play with fire. <laughs> we are not responsible should anyone be injured playing with fire. <laughs> um, lastly, I'd like to ask, what are some ways that people who are interested can get into contact with you, like an Instagram or Facebook or something like that? All right, fantastic. Um, I'm glad you asked. You can check me out at um on, on Instagram at the Cobra. So it's at d a underscore um. The, Cobra. Mm. Yeah. All right. Phenomenal. Wow. Please go check him out, guys. It's a really cool Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Emma, thank you so much, Caleb, for giving us such a great interview. And Jacqueline, thank you so much for bringing him in. And also, like, you know, remembering the last location where Moot is. <laughs> it's been amazing. I quite enjoyed this. I like your message about how people should go for what they believe in mm. and to not, like, be afraid to live their life. A very inspirational interview. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Now, before we listen to that fantastic, fantastic tune, we pitched you guys a question that posed a part of this week's Bible quiz. (laughs) So this week's question was, how many plagues did God send to Egypt? And that answer could have been found in Exodus 1 to 12. (laughs) So I'm just going to let you guys know the answer is 10. 10, you guys. X in Roman numerals and the movie I actually somehow got it wrong which is weird because this is one of the movies I literally loved. It's called The Prince of Egypt. Which is a phenomenal movie. So The true. Technicolor Coat movie is also really good. Yeah, but it's just like a completely different Bible story. Like I, I'm, I'm sorry for everyone who, who went off of the radio to, to, to come back after they watched the movie to, to listen to the podcast. You have to pause again and go back and watch a different movie. But you know, at least I'm pitching the heat, you guys. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking you to watch trash movies. Zoe's pitching really good movies, guys. So true. Now let's head on into the happy health tip. This is a fun one, you guys. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Indeed they are, Luani. Indeed <laughs> they are. Now this week's happy health tip as prepared by Ingo are tips for maintaining a healthy lifestyle and body weight and i feel like you can do that with chocolate you should never cut chocolate out of your diet like i'm literally sitting here thinking about the chocolate i'm going to have at home when mm, i get there <laughs> as you should so the first tip is to limit unhealthy foods and eat healthy meals do not forget to eat breakfast it is the most important meal of the day or so they say break that fast mm, indeed Choose a nutritious meal with more protein and fiber, less fat, sugar, and calories. More information on weight control foods and dietary recommendations, you can check that out on the following website, www.hsph.harvard.edu slash obesity hyphen prevention hyphen source slash obesity causes 
slash you know what we're just gonna put this on facebook when it goes live because even as i'm saying and i'm sure no one is remembering how i was about to say i am so proud of you for like getting all of these things (laughs) in essence google harvard obesity prevention and you should get to the right page indeed hopefully that site won't be down either (laughs) so next you can take multivitamins in supplements to make sure you have sufficient levels of nutrients now you can get a lot of the nutrients from just eating like greens and Mm. vegetables but it is good to supplement those with some supplements now especially if you're something if you have a diet like a vegan diet because i know i think it's b12 specifically that they struggle with Mm -hmm. so maybe check out which uh vitamins you don't have in the the normal diet you eat to make sure you're healthy yeah and also like this this podcast can potentially be heard literally anywhere in the world so you could potentially be living in a place that does not get that much sunshine. And if you need that, you can get that totally from some vitamin D tablets, some not, supplements. Not to be derivative or negative, but you can also survive off of milk and potatoes. Ah, but you know, I feel like you, I feel like you need some of that vitamin D, man. Like, I don't know how to describe it. This is especially good when you don't have a variety of fruits and vegetables at home. Many of these micronutrients are vital to your immune system, including but not limited to vitamins A, B6, B12, Mm. C, D, as well as E, zinc, iron, copper, selenium, magnesium. There's so more, but there's currently no available evidence that adding any supplements or any miracle mineral supplements to your diets will protect you from viruses or increase recovery. So stay going to your doctor, you guys. Don't think you can supplement them with some supplements. And I think this specifically refers to the coronavirus. Yes. So keep your masks on, keep distancing, keep sanitizing, keep washing your hands. A B12 supplement is not going to keep corona away. Indeed. The next one is to drink water and stay hydrated and limited, limit sugared beverages drink water regularly to stay healthy but there is no evidence that drinking water frequently like every 15 minutes which is a bit excessive unless you're like a mermaid can prevent (laughs) any viral infection yeah and the next one is to exercise regularly and be physically active at this time now it seems like exercising is just like the miracle not cure but like it will help you a lot if you just stay active i guess the miracle maintenance yeah the miracle maintenance get your ten thousand steps every day which i do not (laughs) me neither (laughs) you can also take your dog on a run if you have one or you can just get just calling out all non-pet people right it's like get a dog and you'll be healthy (laughs) the next one is to reduce sitting and screen time exercises you can't immunize from your sedentary time even people who exercise regularly could be at re- increased risk for diabetes, heart problems, or even a stroke if they spend lots of time sitting behind a computer. Practically speaking, you could consider taking a break from your like leisure time. And you could do this by walking around the office or the room a couple times a day. This also will tie in nicely to the exercise portion because you'll be getting those steps in. Uh, and if I can suggest as well, they are very expensive. But look into getting a standing desk. Yeah. Oh. Some, <laughs> some they're really cool. My friend got one, and I absolutely love it. And if you're working from home or something, some businesses do subsidize purchases for work. So I mean, talk to your boss. Be like, hey, can we can we change up my desk? Hmm. That's a good thing to look into, you guys. If you want to heed these tips, you can try that. The last one, but not the least, is to get enough 
good sleep, not just any type of sleep. There is a very strong connection between sleep quality and quantity and your immune system. You can keep your immune system functioning properly by just getting between seven and eight hours of sleep at least each night. So that's all the happy health tips we have for you guys. Let's just listen to Beauty by Aisha Woods, a standard classic here at 180 Degrees. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. But yeah, it is five to eight. <gasps> at the end of the show once more. Right. It's been insane how quickly time flies. Jacqueline, you wanted to tell us how we can get in contact with Moot. Um, so um, you can get in contact with us by contacting us via our um, telephone number. It's 08, sorry, <laughs> 021-69666. And our website, uh, which is www.mut.org.za, which is MOT. And then also on our um, Instagram, Facebook, and on LinkedIn, um, MOT. It's at MOT South Africa. We look forward to having Mut back again in the future. Yeah, because I really enjoyed these past two months. It was lovely. The guests have been great. And it was great having you in studio as well, Caleb. Thank you very much. It was such a pleasure being here. Uh, meeting all of you um, it's been spectacular I would love to do this again yeah thank you so much yeah and we're at the bottom of the hour oh. this has been 180 degrees signing, signing out, out.